And just like that, the clock ticks noon on a Tuesday. And my friends, welcome to the Daily, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And we're brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud, Bud Light McUltra. And we're brought to you by Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. TriCountyWater.com. Because you need peace of mind about what's really in your water. All right, we got... Quite a bit to cover today. We're going to start us off with a little high school basketball. And we touched a little bit about what is going on in the Cascades. Uh, and it feels like after last night, we we now know for sure who's going to be in that Cascades East versus West championship. We'll talk about that today. And a little bit later on, we're going to have Coach Andrew Birch joining us from Hanover Horton basketball. So we've got him to talk to. And we've got quite a few other things to touch upon today, too. I mean, it's no no shortage of stuff. Even though we've got football behind us now, we've got Tiger Baseball on the way. Detroit Tiger Baseball coming up. Yeah, before we get to the end of the month, we're going to have Tiger Baseball on the air here on Fox Sports 101.9 FM, if you can believe that, right? Uh, and quite a few other things to uh, to touch upon today, too. But let's go ahead and get you started right now. It's high school basketball. And last night, there wasn't a whole lot that happened in and around the area last night. We do have uh, quite a few Cascades games from last night. But uh, most of the other ones, just not a whole lot. It wasn't a huge basketball week or day. Um, it is a big basketball week. But uh, as far as last night goes, not a whole lot of games. You did have in a big eight Catholic High School League crossover, Lumen, who was the top 10 team in Division Three, Concord, who has really done a great job in the Big 8 this year. Both of those two, uh, among the best that Jackson County has to offer here in basketball, Lumen. Just took care of business last night. 75-35 Lumen over Concord last night. Now tonight in the Big A, you've got Quincy at Bronson. Concord at Reading. Vermontville, Maple Valley is going to be at Springport tonight. And Bell Creek, Calhoun Christian at Union City. That contest set for 7.30 tonight. We're going to be going over boys and girls basketball, but like what we started doing a few weeks ago, Today, we'll take a look specifically at the boys and where they are in the conference. And then next week, or I'm sorry, tomorrow, we'll do that with the girls. Okay, make sense? Of course it does. You're used to it by now. Let's, that's the big eight. Let's see where things have settled in the big eight. And it looks like we're finally going to be settling in and uh, solidifying up that conference championship because you've got Concord 13 and five overall, even though they had that setback last night against Lumen, that was a non-conference contest. They're nine and O on the season and they've got reading Springport remaining on their schedule and union city down towards the, uh, the end of the, uh, their last regular season game. 
Reading is 0-9 in conference play. Springport, pretty good team. They're 6-3 and in conference play. And if I remember correctly, yeah, they did play them and had a 79-44 win over Springport. I'm talking about Concord here uh, back in the middle of January. Uh, do, 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 do. East Jackson out of conference. And then Union City is sitting there at 6-4 and four as well. 10 and 8 overall. So not tremendously easy way to go the rest of the way for for Concord. But again, they're facing teams that they've already beat. Union City was probably a little bit uh, too close for comfort for them. But they are playing teams that they already beat. One was home, one was away, so they're going to flip that script. So they should, Concord, they do have a higher ranking NPR than both those teams. They should be able to get out of there. Now, so that's three. Let's assume they lose all three. They're at nine and they'd be at nine and three. Bronson, on the other hand, the one that uh, has the best chance of catching them at seven and three right now, they're 11 and six overall. And Concord already has, I'm looking, uh, they lost to Concord. Back in December, and they played him again recently, last week, and they got a loss against them there. So Bronson, again, the only one who could really catch them. They've got Quincy coming up. Uh, that is a 3-6 and six team, so uh, Bronson should be able to beat them. Then they've got a couple out-of-conference ones with Bellevue and Stockbridge, and then they play Sturgis. So another out-of-conference. And then Vermontville-Maple Valley. So they've got two in-conference contests left. It doesn't look like Bronson is going to be able to catch them. If they do, it'll be a tie. And if that happens, Concord gets the tiebreaker because they beat them twice during the season. So I think you can just give it to Concord. That's how it looks right now in the Big 8. In the Cascades Conference. So yesterday, you had Vandercook Lake 63 at Addison 58. The biggest game in the Cascades West yesterday. And you caught it on our sister station, News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM. Hanover Horton 59 versus Columbia 42. So Hanover Horton getting the ever-so-important Cascades West win. We're going to revisit that here in a second. Let's run through the rest of these. Jonesville 55 versus Homer 32 yesterday. Warwick Elder 13 points, 11 assists. Gavin Van Campen 12 points, 12 boards. And Drew Bradley had 16 points. Jonesville 15 and 5, 12 and 4 on the season. Grass Lake versus Leslie 49 37. Grass Lake getting the win. Braden Lape putting up 27 points for the Warriors last night. Napoleon beating Manchester pretty easily, 57-34 to the final there. Devonta Hayburn, 23 points, 9 steals, 2 boards. Holden Van Poppel, 10 points, 11 boards, 3 assists. Carson Godfrey, 10 points, 5 assists, 2 steals. Grant Bradley, 8 points, 4 steals, 2 boards. And Kyler Piquet, 3 blocks on the night for Napoleon. Napoleon at 17 and 3 overall, 15 and 1 in the conference. 
Uh, the closest to them is Michigan Center at 13-1 and in second place. Now, we talked about this with Seidel a couple weeks back, coach of Napoleon. If uh, it ends up in a tie, Napoleon gets the win and advances to the conference championship game because Napoleon does have, as of right now, the higher MPR. Napoleon doesn't have any more conference contests on the schedule um, until the 15th, which looks like, if it were to end right now, they would be facing Hanover Horton. Michigan Center, they've got Grass Lake coming up. So Michigan Center at 13-1, and one, you could only add one more to their to their con their their schedule there, so they could end it at fourteen and one. Still not going to be enough to catch Napoleon. So, Michigan Center, although they've had a great season, not going to make it to the conference championship game this year. They're going to be a very, very, very close second. And Grass Lake at seven and eight. And that's a pretty good team, too. I, the East is stacked this year. Had a chance to see East Lansing. East Lansing is 7-10. and 10. I'm sorry, East Jackson. East Jackson is 7-10, and 6-8 and eight on the season. Oh, we had a chance to see them against Vandercook Lake. And East Jackson just doing a really good job of being able to penetrate, find the open man, and throw up the three. So that's how the East is shaping out right now. Napoleon looks like they're going to get the win out of the East and head to the conference championship. To the west, the Cascades west right now, where it's Hanover Horton on top, 13 wins, 3 losses, Jonesville 12 and 4, Columbia Central 10 and 5. Now we talked about this a little bit yesterday. You kind of had that three-way battle going on there. But with Hanover Horton getting the win over B uh, over BC yesterday, Brooklyn Columbia Central over Columbia, um, that's going to put them up will give them a little bit more separation. And they don't play Jonesville again. They've already got the split with Jonesville. Um, let's see. Hanover Horton. Yeah, they're done until the conference game coming up on Friday. Jonesville at 12-4. and four, Feel like they're done too. Yeah, they're done. They're not playing any more conference games. So... As it stands right now, it's going to be Hanover Horton heading out. Columbia Central, I think they're done too. They don't have any more conference games. Um, so nothing set on their schedule until uh, until the crossover contest. So heading to the championship contest, it's going to be Hanover Horton out of the West, Napoleon out of the East, and high school basketball for that Cascades championship. And we're going to have that contest for you Friday, 6.45 broadcast, 7 o'clock tip time, down the hall to the right on our sister station, News Talk 970 AM and 101.5 FM. Let's see. What do we got? We got Lumen. We're going to come back to the Catholic High School League in just a second. Let's see what happened last night. As we mentioned before, Lumen getting that win over Concord, 75-35 to 35 yesterday. So in the uh, Catholic High School League, you know, Lumen is 16-2 and two overall. 
They got a loss against a really good Lundway Christian team, and they got one loss in overtime on the road at Dearborn Divine Child. Now they're in the midst of the Catholic High School League playoffs. They just beat Bloomfield Hills last week to advance. And now they take on Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard. That's going to be at 5.30 on... Boy, I came so close to saying Christmas, I have no idea why. On Valentine's Day. Why Valentine's Day? Because we love basketball. So it's going to be happening on Valentine's Day, 5.30, when they host Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard. Oh, no, no, sorry. They're considered the home team. It's going to be at the Marion Catholic High School in Bloomfield Hills is where it's going to be. If they keep winning, could find themselves the Catholic High School League Championship game coming up on the 17th. Right now, you've got Lumen and Riverview Gabriel Richard tied at the top with nine wins, one losses each. Uh, MPR, 639 right now for Lumen. Oh, man. Um, Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard. Do, 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 do. Their MPR is 513. Man. Uh, let's see here. Riverview Gabriel Richard. Let's just see if we can't find them on their schedule here real quick. Did they play them this year? Yeah, they did. And Lumen got the win over them. And their NPR is 640. 639 to 640. Couldn't be any closer than that. So in the Catholic High School League, in the midst of their playoffs, Lumen has uh, Father Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard coming up tomorrow. And then Friday will be the championship for them there. Let's move on. Let's move on to the Interstate 8. Hastings versus Northwest, 59. You know what? Let's stop. Because I've got, according to my clock, i got 12.15. And I do want to get Andrew, Andrew Birch on the air at our scheduled 12.15 time. So we're going to give him a call right now. And we'll come back. And we're going to talk Hanover Horton basketball. We're going to do that. Right after this, you're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. We're live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Welcome back to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio. Jackson's only indoor gun range. We're also brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell hotspot where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you at times by Ghost Energy Drink. That orange citrus is the best. No, orange cream. The citrus is good too, but orange cream, the best liquid on the planet. And we're also brought to you by Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. TriCountyWater.com. Let's go to our sports line. Let's welcome back to the program. First time this year, we've got Coach Andrew Birch, head coach of the boys of Hanover Horton basketball. Hey, Coach. How's it going? Oh, man, I'm doing great. How you doing today, sir? I'm uh, I'm having a good day today. I guess you are. That was a big win for you guys last night. Yeah, our our last two were really big for us. That you, in the conference, um, it was. Yeah, they um, both were big for you. Tell us about. Let's go back to last night. That's the one that really solidified you as being the ones to to come out atop of the West. Tell us about that win last night over Columbia. 
Well, we started pretty flat, um, low energy, you know, not, not doing things right. Um, I had a few guys, uh, you know, not making excuses for him, but I had a few guys sick. We actually, uh, one of my starters, John Walbaum, he, he didn't even make the game. He, uh, he was home sick. So, um, a little, a little out of the norm, um, uh, different starting lineup, but you know, I had a lot of guys step up and, uh, and, you know, fill the roles that were needed last night for sure. Yeah. And then before that, towards the end of last week, big overtime win against Jonesville. I mean, these two games here right at the end of the season doesn't really get any bigger for you than, than this to, to win the West. Yeah. They, it definitely, it definitely made these, uh, uh, pretty important. And, and we kind of saw it as is coming, uh, um, you know, we're getting halfway through the conference. I'm looking at those games, looking ahead. I look ahead. I think, I think our boys have done a good job of taking it game by game. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously my job is to look ahead and, and I had the, both those games circled and I knew they were going to be big. Um, I was happy that they were as big as they were and happily, happy we came away with the wins on those. Well, and this also kind of says a lot about the West, too. In the East, you had maybe a, a couple teams that just separated themselves early. But in the West, between you, uh, Hanover Horton, uh, Jonesville, and Columbia, it was, I mean, you guys were just like jockeying for position all season long. It just seemed like the West was really competitive this year. Yeah, it, it definitely was. And, and even even those games... Uh... Um, you know, with, with Addison and Homer, um, you know, Addison gave us everything we had at their place. We, you know, we only beat them by nine and Homer played Jonesville close. So, um, you know, they, they, they didn't end up with obviously the record they wanted. And, um, but, but yeah, the, the, the top three definitely could have went either way. I mean, yeah. if you look at it last night, if we lose that game, we could potentially have been playing on Thursday for the fifth place game. Wow. Yeah. Crossover. That's how tight so, it was. Yeah. So that, that's how close that was for us. So I'm, I'm definitely glad we're playing on Saturday and playing for the championship. Oh, they got it on Saturday. Yeah. yeah oh, so, so I see it here as the, as, uh, as the 15th. Yeah. So, okay. um, the normal crossovers, um, are going to be played on Thursday. I believe okay. All right. Saturday, uh, the, the venue I believe is at Spring Arbor university. Okay. Where where the second place teams in each will play at five thirty, and the championship will be at seven. Okay. And somewhere in between there, I think they're going to honor all our uh, all conference players too. Okay, so similar to what they did in football. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, cool. Um, well, I guess I mean as far as your impressions of how the season went, we talked about the competition within the Cascades East and West, but I mean your team. What about your team this year? Just kind of really, you know, just sets it apart from other teams in other seasons. Tell me about the kids on your team this year. Well, they really came together. Um, we, we started with back-to-back. We started 0-2 on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Losses to Onstead and Lenaway Christian. Lenaway, we, we, uh, good. we took them to overtime. Yes, yeah, they're um, good. Uh, Onstead gave us all we could handle. We just we, we didn't have our best game. We'll just say it that way. But – um, you know, we, we got things going and started flowing and we had some up and downs all year. And, uh, I think, I think kind of after, um, our third loss in a row, we, we lost, uh, overtime to Northwest. Then we lost a close one to Napoleon. And then when we hit, we hit rock, pretty much rock bottom when we lost the first time to Jonesville. 
uh, probably our worst game um, we've played. You know, credit to them for obviously taking it to us. But um, we 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 kind of regrouped after that, and and the guys, man, they it's a great group of kids, and they they come together. And I told them last night afterwards, I said it's it's really amazing what you can accomplish when a team comes together, especially the way these guys did. So um, I, I give them a ton of credit for, uh, you know, not, not folding, not backing down, and then kind of regrouping, refocusing on and, and understanding that all our goals are still ahead of us, that, that what we wanted to accomplish. And, um, you know, winning last night in these, these last two games is definitely the step in the, the direction that we want. We, we've had the cliche on the show before, you know, you're forged in fire. And you kind of alluded to that that um, that 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 Jonesville loss because from there you had another loss against Concord, but you you ran the table from that point out in uh, in your conference. Yeah, so the the Concord game they came out they played a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave us everything we had. Um, it was it was kind of a hard game to to approach and focus on um, because it was it was actually the night before the Jonesville game. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it was scheduled the way it was, but, um, you know, obviously we were, we were focused more on, you know, what we got to do for Jonesville and, um, we, we didn't give, give Concord enough, uh, attention, I guess. Um, and didn't, didn't really show up to play the way, you know, we felt we were capable of playing against them. So, um, but yeah, it, but, but Concord, you know, their, their scrappy defense and intensity, it, it made us, it, it felt like a playoff caliber style game and and that kind of gave us the uh the preparation we needed to to really get through these last couple games so, right um these, these kids really learn a lot from every loss um and learn and grow and um and, and we've done a good job growing throughout this year for sure Let's talk about a couple of the guys on the team who had hit milestones this year. We talked a little bit about this before we went live, but you had a couple kids yeah. who have just hit some milestones and uh, just kind of rose above this year. Tell us about that. Well, uh, Luke Soper did it first. On, uh, you know, he's, he's a junior right now. Okay. Um, but he did it first uh, the night of the, uh, was it the, Jones, the Jonesville game. Um, uh, he reached a thousand point milestone, and then uh, Logan Blackledge did it last night against yeah. uh, Columbia. And uh, both those guys have been playing. Um, they started for me, uh, I believe, my first year with the boys uh, when when Luke was a freshman and Logan was a sophomore. Um, and they've they've done it together, and and they've been so close right there um, through through these last three years. It was really cool to see them both do it within within a game of each other. So the person keeping the stats, did they know at that time? Did they know when they got the thousandth point, or was it one of the things you realized at the end of the game? Oh, hey, you got it! How did that? How no, did that work we, out with those games? We, we, uh, my statistician uh, Chris Baumgartner, he knew he knew before the season. We kind of kept it on uh, our radar, and uh, we knew if if the boys, you know, played the way they were capable of playing, that, that we could probably get it. Um, but, but. I, I think both guys really stayed true to the the team format. You know, yeah, we rely on them for a lot for scoring, but I don't feel like they really pressed for points um, and got out of you know our rhythm, our flow uh, as a team too much um, towards the end. I, you know, I may be wrong. I mean, yeah, who knows? Maybe in their mind they were they were pressing, but um, I felt I felt like uh, we we stayed focused on winning each game and yeah. winning the conference and. You know, and trying not to let that get 
in our heads too much. Coach Andrew Birch joining us here on The Daily on Fox Sports 101.9 FM. Coach of the boys' basketball team for Hanover Horton. Any of the other guys on the team? We talked about those two reaching their milestones um, this past week. Any other kids on the team that uh, uh, you know our listeners need to need to hear about? Well, I, I mean, top to bottom, all all twelve guys can mm-hmm. can really play ball. Um, I think I think John Walbaum, he's he, he was the guy that was out last night for us. Sick. Um, I, I don't think he gets enough credit um, uh, for what he does off the ball. You know, he he averages you know. Maybe maybe five points, five rebounds a game, uh, um, and, and handles the ball for us. And you know, he 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 gets overlooked a little bit. Um, Henry and Linda Berry um, are uh, two guys. Linda Berry was a starter for uh, um, almost half the season. He got he got hurt and never really got back in the in his flow. Uh-huh. Um, but so he's he's coming off the bench. He gives us some firepower off the bench. And um, and Henry's our, our big man down low, our senior big man, and. Uh, when he's on his game rebounding, um, you mix him with the other guys. I mean, we're we're pretty tough. Um, we got uh, Jack Wooster's actually been coming on real strong for us late, um, uh, which which we knew he was he was capable of doing. And then uh, we got a couple high energy guys that that come in and give us some physicality, some grit, some defense, and that that's in uh, Landon Jordan and and uh, Brady Tamlin. So uh, we 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 got a really balanced group. Um, to the point where you know, after Luke Logan, um, you don't know you don't know who's gonna come in and mm. and score for us. I mean, we 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 have a freshman starter, um, also JJ Russ, and he put up he put up one of his best games last night. He he dropped eleven points and maybe had five rebounds. So yeah, um, wow. So from an outsider perspective, you know you know pick your poison. I mean, you don't you don't really know what guy's gonna show up on a given night, and it really gives. Um, us in our coaching staff some flexibility um, to, to be able to make adjustments. I mean, you know, maybe maybe one guy's not playing well one night, and uh, we rely on those other guys to really step up and fill that void. Yeah, yeah, and it's really nice to be able to have that freshman who's able yeah. to play, who's able to start and play at that yeah. level. I mean, they get experience outside of the regular season, but still going from eighth grade basketball up to the varsity level. I mean, that's that's yeah. a big jump. Yeah, and, and it, it kind of took him a, a minute to kind of get his feet wet and, and, and get used to the speed and the intensity and, the, and even the atmosphere um, of, of the moment of the varsity, you know, um, you know, playing at Spring Arbor University um, in that shot clock classic. I, I think he looked a little bit like a freshman um, making some, some mistakes, but um, he's, really, he's really grown. And um, when, when Jerry went down uh, – with his injury against Jonesville the first time, uh, that's when JJ kind of, you know, seized his moment and stepped up as a starter, and he's been starting for me ever since. All right, let me ask you this because I know you had your eyes on him in seventh and eighth grade. Are you looking right now? Because Hanover Horton is a top to bottom program. You're familiar with kids, I'm sure, even in the elementary school. Uh, you have any kids coming up in the junior high right now or in the middle school that you're like, man, I can't wait to get them on the JV or, or varsity program here in the next couple of years. Yeah, I don't know if I want to give away all our secrets, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my my uh, yeah, our middle school is is pretty strong right now. We got a we got a solid seventh grade. We got a, a very elite level eighth grade team that's playing that plays damn near year round. Yeah, um, 
we we got some guys that are going to step up and be key pieces for us within the next year or two for sure. It's got to be a good feeling. Got to be a really good feeling. Yeah. Hey, tell me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tell me about. Um, well, before we get to talking about the Napoleon game coming up on Saturday, let let's talk about those goals. You kind of alluded to it uh, a little bit earlier in our conversation. Andrew Birch, head coach of Hanover Horton basketball. What are some of the goals that uh, you and your team set for the year? Well, we we first we first stay focused on the conference. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, you know this this program that in in the prestige that Chad's built. Um, before me, uh, Chad Mortimer. Yeah. Um, you know, it, we focus on you know playoffs and wanting to wanting to win districts, win regionals, and make our playoff runs. Um, you know, you, you, I don't feel you could do that unless you stay focused at the task at hand, one game at a time. So we try not to 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 get too far ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like I said before, I look forward. I, I I know who's all in our district, and I've kept an eye on them all year and. And, uh, you know, Jonesville's one of them, Concord's one of them. Um, and then you got Addison, Hudson, and Hillsdale in our district. And, you know, depending on how that, that gets finalized this week, um, uh, will we'll depend on who we have to prep for and play. But, yeah. Um, either way, I think, I think the, the, these last few games, the, the, the intensity, the, uh, the atmosphere, the, the level of physicality is everything is ramped up, and you could tell marches around the corner, and yeah. and it's definitely prepping us for for you know hopefully the 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 grit that we need to uh, to win some of these tournament games. And now you're 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 coaching through uh, a different type of scenario than your predecessor did because you've got a bigger Cascades, you've got I would argue a more competitive Cascades. Um, certainly different format when it comes to the postseason now. What are your thoughts on how the Cascades is laid out now with the new additions, the two divisions, and and, and just your thoughts overall on how uh, basketball is being handled in the Cascades this season? Well, yeah, I mean, being the first year, I don't know really how to, how to take on it. Um, obviously, um, I like the fact that, that we, can, we can win the West and play for a championship. Um, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I, all us coaches got together and we kind of talked about the same thing. I think, I think some guys like it. Some guys don't. Um, uh, I think, I think moving forward, um, with, with the way, how close the NPR is, um, I don't know if, if, um, we're going to contemplate maybe, maybe, uh, idea of a conference tournament instead of the crossover or something like yeah. that. So that that way it gives, you know, it gives a team like, like for example, if if Michigan Center um, plays for the second place game, they're they're over there sitting at fourteen to one or yeah. fifteen to one possibly, um, and not even having a chance at the championship. So um, I don't know. I it worked out well for us this year, so it's hard for me to say. You know, yeah, I don't I don't really like it, but right. um, it's new. It's different. It's new. It's different. It's exciting. It gives us coaches a little bit different. Um, uh, different look, uh, but you know, I, I don't really know how to feel about it yet. Well, I tell you, if there's a tournament in the future, from my standpoint uh, as a fan and uh, following local sports here, I would absolutely love that for both the boys and girls. If that were to happen, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but, that's yeah, that's good to have that input and uh, <laughs> uh, for you know whoever decides it to uh, 
take that into consideration. You know, and that's I'm, what's I'm, one of the things. I'm honestly okay with whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we've we've really had a, a long enough time to to really let this, you know, you know, may, maybe let this run a year or two, and right. and if there's it really really causes more issues, then maybe blow it up and put it into a tournament. But um, you know, I'll. I'll roll with the punches. We'll we'll do whatever it takes and play whoever's in front of us and try to try to win the proper scenarios to give us a chance to win it. You know, and that right there, folks, is uh, a head coach not only being a head coach but also part politician too. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's let's talk about Napoleon. You have some familiarity with him. You played him a little bit earlier this year. Uh, close game, short end of the stick. Uh, do you appreciate having that avail that uh, familiarity with them going into the championship game? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we, we know him well. Uh, we we've had some some battles, and, and we haven't ended up on the on the positive side of things yet. So I can't really call it a rivalry yet. But it was it was an old rivalry back in the day, back when I when I played for Chad. And um, it, it, you know, if if Napoleon does end up. Uh, with the NPR in, in first place. And it, it, hopefully we renew this rivalry and, and, uh, uh, I think we match up well with them. Um, you know, they got, they got Grant Bradley back. He's, he's a big piece that's been missing for them all season. So, um, he wasn't there the first time we played him and we know that. And, um, but we, we, we know how to match up and, and we know kind of, you know, what mistakes we made the first time around and hopefully we can, we can adjust those and, and give them our best shot. We have Coach Andrew Birch joining us here, head coach of Hanover Horton Basketball. You talked about the districts a little bit, and you've got familiarity up and down your districts. I don't know. I, I guess I don't, I don't think you played Hillsdale or Hudson uh, this year, but everybody so we, else. We actually scrimmaged Hillsdale at the beginning of okay. the year, so we've seen them a little bit. A little bit. So you've got, yep. yeah, like I said, heading into your district, which is not going to be an easy district. I mean, with Concord no. in there and uh, is it Napoleon in there and um, no, uh, no, it's um, uh, Jonesville. Napoleon, yeah, Napoleon's yeah. over on. A, They're in a different uh, one. Yeah, East Jackson with with uh, Lumen and right. Michigan Center, so they so you, got their own hands full over there. Right. So um, you got Concord, you got yeah. Jonesville, uh, Hillsdale, yep. Hudson, Addison, and uh, it's at Concord. So you know yeah. that you know that that puts. That gives that gives them a little bit of edge. You'd like to think so, but again, yeah, you've got familiarity up and down the board there. So it's yep, it's, yep. And, it's and being able to play them already this year, mm-hmm. you know that, that that certainly helps. Um, uh, at least helps us make some adjustments and know what we got to do moving forward. Anything else left untouched here today, mm-hmm. Coach? That we need to talk about that our listeners need to know about. Um, you know not. I can't think of much more. Okay, yeah, we covered a lot. We covered a lot today, yeah. coach. But I know basketball to keep this uh, this thing rolling here. Basketball is a long-standing tradition, a lot of success at Hanover Horton, and we're wishing you continued success and a great rest of the season, coach. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for your time today. We appreciate you. All right, thank you, Coach Andrew Birch, joining us here today on the Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports one hundred one point nine FM. Quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll finish up with high school basketball talking about the i8 talking about the sec white we'll find out what's going on or what happened with the girl side of things and more you're listening to the daily on jackson's fox sports 101.9 fm we're live from the lead bunker studio jackson's only indoor gun range welcome back to the daily 
Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud, Bud Light, McUltra, and Tri-County Water. That's good water. Let's pick up where we left off. Boys basketball in the I-8. Hastings getting the win last night over Northwest, 59-53. Today, you've got Northwest at age. That's going to be a tough task for the Mounties as Adrian is top-ranked in their, well, not top-top. They're like, what, top 10 in their division. We'll get that in in a minute. Northwest at Adrian, 7 o'clock. Penfield at Harper Creek at 7. Marshall at Hazlitt at 7. And Hastings at Western at 7. In the white... We've got Adrian um, yesterday at Jackson. Adrian getting the win, 64-46. to SEC White tonight. Already talked about Northwest at Adrian. Brighton Livingston Christian at Pinckney and Kalamazoo Phoenix at Ypsilanti Community. Both contests there at 7 o'clock. In the SCAA East, Pittsburgh beat Waldron, 54-31. Tonight, you've got Lundley Christian. Uh, they're just killing it in the uh, in Division Four right now. They're at Hillsdale Academy at seven. Burr Oak at Litchfield at seven thirty. Taconcha Menden at seven thirty. Camden Frontier at Sand Creek at seven, and North Adams Jerome at Waldron at seven thirty. Girls basketball, you've got uh, Quincy at Athens fifty two thirty four last night. Concord defeating Sand Creek sixty one thirty two tonight in the eight. You've got Bronson at Portage Northern seven fifteen. Battle Creek Calhoun Christian at Union City at 6. Cascades Conference from last night. Girls basketball. Petersburg Summerfield beating Manchester 61-34. It's a big day across the board. And the girls for the Cascades, you've got Manchester at Grass Lake at 7. Addison at Hanover Horton at 7. Columbia at Jonesville at 7. Center is at Leslie at 7. And East Jackson at Napoleon Seven o'clock tonight. Homer at Vandy. That's at six in the Catholic High School League. Nothing from last night, but tonight you've got Madison Heights Bishop Foley at Lumen at seven. Macomb Lutheran North at Orchard Lake St. Mary at seven. Allen Park Cabrini at Royal Oak Shrine at seven. In the I eight Northwest fifty at Hastings thirty eight from yesterday. Tonight, Harper Creek at Penfield at 7, Western at Hastings at 7, Adrian at Northwest at 7, and Hazlitt at Marshall at 7. In the white, Tecumseh's at Chelsea tonight at 5.30 in girls basketball. Adrian's at Northwest at 7, and Brighton Livingston Christian at Pinckney tonight, 5.30. In the SCAA East girls basketball, Colon at Jackson Christian. That's set for, or I'm sorry, that was last night. Colon 77, Jackson Christian 32. Hillsdale Academy, 38. At Litchfield, 37. And Waldron's at Pittsford at 6 tonight. Menden at Taconcha at 6.30 tonight. So that's boys and girls basketball. We alluded to the rankings a little bit earlier. Let's take a look at that. Rankings for Division One. We're not seeing anybody locally in all of that division, but in the top five, you've got East Lansing, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, North Farmington, Cadillac, and Marquette. D2, boys basketball. In the top five there, you've got Grand Rapids Christian, Warren Lincoln, Benton Harbor, Whitehall, and Kingsford. That's the top five. Now, in the top, right there in sixth, out of the white, you've got Chelsea. You heard Coach earlier talk about Onstead. They're right there at 7 in D2. 
You've got Adrian in the white at uh, 11th. So the white is stacked. D3, top five there. You've got Niles Brandywine. Menominee, doot, 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 doot. McBain. Iron Mountain and Riverview Gabriel Richard, one through five. Elsewhere in D3, ranked at eighth now. They fell a little bit. They're, they peaked at fourth at one point. Lumen right there at eighth. Uh, Napoleon at 19th in Division Three. D4, Lunaway Christian, the top-ranked team there. Uh, coming in at number two, you've got Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart, Taylor Trillium Academy, Lake Linden Hubble, and Maple City Glen Lake 1 through 5. Uh, anyone else we're familiar with? Ah, Hillsdale Academy, fringe for us here, but they're in there at 18th. So those are the state rankings right now, according to the NPR. And uh, let's see here. At 1248, what are we, oh, we, got, we got a little bowling to talk about. We haven't gotten to that yet. Where did that go? Last place I look, right? High school bully. Thank you, Hanover Horton coach, for sending us the info. Lady Comets took on the Lady Jayhawks Monday. Hanover Horton Comets consisted of Abby Barba, Liz Curry, Sophie Donders, Ariana Uhl, and Charlie Warden. And while the first score had the Comets on top, 25.5 to 4.5, does not quite depict how close the match was. The Lady Jayhawks, short-handed team of talented ladies, and while the Comets started with five bowlers, they lost one during the regular game due to a scheduling conflict. So throughout the first game, the Lady Comets were having a hard time getting marks, getting team combined three marks in the first four games. This aided in keeping scores and totals between the two teams rather close. Toward the end of the game, the Comets were able to finally put a few strikes and spares together and ultimately secured the win. Comets, led by Sophia Donders, 156 and 190. Charlie Warden had a 130-233 series, and this win puts them with a record of 8-9 and nine on the season. The Lady Comets next face the Trojans of East Jackson. That's tonight, so hopefully we'll get an update on that tomorrow and share that with you here on The Daily on Fox Sports 101.9 FM. All right, let's step aside. We're going to come back and wrap up the show. We're going to do that right after this. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Welcome back to The Daily, Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Also brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store, Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by Ghost Energy Drink and Tri-County Water. That's good water. A couple guests in the studio, of course, is Junior Achievement Day, which for us means we get free pizza. But we also have in the studio with us, we've got a couple of the kids who are taking part in JA Day Career Day here with McKibben Media Group. First we have... Parker. Parker. Parker and... Gus. Parker and Gus. Hey, guys, man. Welcome to the studio. Hi. So you what? You're Northwest. Yeah. You guys are from North. Well, before we get into you know in the four minutes we have left here, what about this? What we do here at McKibben Media Group? What was it about that made you guys want to come here and see what we do here today? Uh, Go ahead. I like broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Gus. Uh, I listened to the radio and I always wanted to see how it was done. 
That's cool, man. Because there's not a whole lot of kids who listen to the radio anymore. It's a lot of you know online this, online that. So we appreciate you listening in, keeping me gainfully employed, man. I appreciate it. All right, so we're talking a little bit about sports before we uh, went live here. Uh, now you ended up playing. You you played uh, Northwest football, right? Yeah. All right. Where, what, what positions you play? I play corner and a wide receiver. How do you feel? I love going to Northwest to cover games. Joe and I had a chance to go out there and call a couple of games this year. Just love. Honestly, the best atmosphere in all of high school football for Jackson County's at Northwest. Love going out there to cover the games. How do you feel about the program where you guys uh, left off and where you're going to pick up next year? Uh, we left off kind of like at a good end because we won, but we're still trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, and next year we're most likely making the playoffs. That's all oh, you heard it here first. Most likely going to make the playoffs. Tell me about the rivalry. Now Western had a really good team this year. Of course, they're losing a lot of guys. Your thoughts on the Northwest Western rivalry? Uh, it's a, it's a, there's always something there. Yeah, no matter what, there's always a little bit of tension there. Even if you're just doing a little block or something, there's always always someone there to talk. Always talk a little more trash, or always yeah. There's always a little bit more. Always a little bit more. All right, Gus. Also a Mountie. Let's. Uh, what, is what you're? You're a Michigan fan. Yeah. Is that where we live? Okay. So you're a Michigan fan, but you're also a Lions fan. Mm-hmm. Did you catch every game this year? No. No. Only about half of them. Only. Oh. What you had? You had prior commitments, or a lot of those games were like night games, and you had to go to bed early for school, right? Is that what it is? Uh, we'll see no, that. No, it wasn't it. <laughs> All right. How do you feel about the Lions this year, going into next year? Um, I felt great, even with. The loss of the 49ers, I think we could come back. We could come back better next year. Man, that was a dumpster fire that second half. Yeah. If we could have just ended it the first half, that'd have been great. But that second half was an absolute dumpster fire. I think we would have won the Super Bowl if we went. I was feeling that way when I was watching the game uh, this Sunday. I'm like, man, we could have beat both these teams because it was just it was a tough go, especially that first half. It was a tough game to watch. So, did you did you take in the whole Super Bowl? Did Did you did you like the game? Or from start to finish, it was, or was kind it... of boring in the first half. So I didn't yeah. really watch very much the second half. Did Usher kill it? Did you like Usher? I didn't watch that. Purple didn't World Trooper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see some clips of it though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Favorite commercial during the Super Bowl? Um, the gummy bear one. The gummy bear one. How or am I missing that the, one? The little, the little, uh, like gummies with the nerds on the side. Oh, the gummy with the nerds. Yeah, that one I did see. Yeah. All right. All right. You? Which one did you like? Like commercial wise? Yeah. Oh, I I really only tuned in for overtime. Oh, you just well, you saw the best part of the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, the game was boring. It me. was the first first three quarters. I mean, if we you, you did it right, you tuned in for the fourth and the and the the the, the overtime was really the best part of the game. I got but lucky. you did miss the Deadpool trailer. Uh, no, not not your thing. I, I'm not really into movies. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, anyway, so uh, what else? What else we got left on the table here? We talked uh, Lions. Talk Northwest football. Talk to U of M. Let's talk U of M. Let's go blue. They're going to be a much different team next year. Who wants to take that one? Uh, Me. Go for it. Uh, The quarterback room. Yeah. Orgy, is he going to be the guy? I hope. Hope so. I like you know he's he kind of gives us that 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 double threat that we haven't had in a while at uh, at U of M. So I kind of like that. Next next Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's a big statement. The next Lamar Jackson. All right, man. Hey, guys. Did you enjoy your experience here at McKibben Media Group? Yeah. We took care of you. I know you guys had some pizza and a sack lunch. So you got fed twice. At least one of you did. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, hey, guys, thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. As, uh, yeah, we're wrapping up the show here today. I know we left a few things on the table. We got Pistons basketball tonight as uh, they take on the Lakers. Tremendous underdogs. They're like 10.5 point uh, underdogs against the Lakers tonight. And that's going to be a late one. So if you can't stay up for it, which you'll be able to catch here on Fox Sports 101.9 FM. We'll get you up to date with it uh, tomorrow right here on The Daily. So, hey, between now and then, stay safe. We'll see you soon. Back at it tomorrow at noon here on Fox Sports 101.9 FM.